Welcome to Ontario Outdoor Pursuit, your total Ontario hunting podcast. This podcast is brought to you in part by Titanium Archery Products. TAP specializes in vibration control and enhances the stabilization for your archery equipment. Use code Ontario Outdoor Pursuit, no capitals, all one word, to get 15% off your order. This podcast also endorses a healthy living made from our friends at Kickaboo Spices, locally made in Ontario for hunters by hunters to help you enjoy all your wild game meats. Use Kicka OOP for 10% off of your next order. All right, I just want to start this episode off by saying uh, Cam's wearing a Matthews hat. I wore this just because I knew you wouldn't like it. You walked around the corner with a Matthews hat, and I was like, you don't even shoot a Matthews. I'm also actually on Build a Bow by Matthews right now. Are you going to buy a Matthews? <laughs> no. <laughs> Disgusted. Not a no. Not a chance. Love it. All right. This is number... 27. Oh, yeah. You're so cute. 28. Oh, wow. Evan is so much better at this. <laughs> I'm retiring. Retired or retarded? I didn't catch retiring. that. Retiring. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't catch that last bit, so... Um, yeah. This is episode 28. What do we have to talk about this week? We're going to talk about some uh, binoculars, which... From here forward, we have to refer to them as knockers. Knockers. My knockers hang just around my chest area. Uh, John messaged us. I can't pronounce your last name. Cam, you're going to try this. Uh, I am sorry so sorry. No, John I'm going to butcher it worse. McClellan. McClellan. John McClellan. I think that sounds right. It sounds close. Um, oh, anyways, so cool we're uh, John messaged us and said, why don't we talk about some binos and uh, our harnesses. We can definitely do that. And yeah, he said we have to refer to them as knockers. And as you know, I have uh, 50 mil objective lenses on mine, so I love big knockers on my face. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Okay, anyways, yeah, you want to dive into what you have for knockers? Uh, I'm shooting a 48. 48 is a 10 by 48. Yep. Yeah, the 10 by 48 uh, Athlon Optics. They are the Neos model. Good $200 pair of binos. Nothing super high end. Not really low end. They work great. I love the glass. Uh, and actually, I I don't think uh, Athlon is featured in like a Cabela's or Bass Pro or anything. No, you're uh, too much friends of mine they hooked me up with those. Um, but great, I they make some pretty high end stuff for um, like a lot of assault rifles, uh, your standard okay, like sights rifles. and scopes. Yeah. Okay. So their glass is quite nice. I just got the Bino harness like yours, the yeah. uh, Alps. Alps Outdoors. Yep. I don't know what model they call that. It's their only bino harness anyway. Yeah, it's the Extreme. Extreme. Like Alps okay. Extreme and then the... Uh, but yeah, they only have the one harness. to offer. So yep. that's awesome. Comes in at 50 bucks. You can even pick that up on Amazon. I yep. think it's the same price on their website. I think so, except I think their website's actually American prices. Right, yeah, yeah. So that'll be the only difference. But um, one other one, there's one that's exactly the same, and that's the Vortex Optic. One Antler River Archery, they also carry that Vortex one, and that one I believe 79 bucks. Yeah. It's the exact same. Yeah, they're so, awesome. Uh, great bino harness. Uh, cool features on them, I guess, would be, for me, I guess it's the cleanse cloth. Yeah. One, you can't take the cleanse cloth off because it's on like an elastic. You can't lose it. Bungee cord. Yeah, you can't lose it. Yeah, so it's attached there and it stays there. It's got its own pocket and how waterproof they are. Yours at Moose Camp was like, as soon as I got back, I think it was a day, the day after, I immediately ordered mine up because I was yeah. like, it was so waterproof. It was awesome. I was forever cleaning mine and they're great. I love them. Right on. The other thing I like is like when we had at Moose Camp, when we had the walkie talkies, the right side has this little like pocket, like you said, Yeah. but the left side has these straps. So my 
walkie-talkie actually clipped into those straps perfectly. Yeah. So I was hands-free for the walkie-talkie right there yeah, in my awesome. chest when I needed it. So like Cam said, yeah, I got the same one for harness. Um, I run Vortex Diamondback for knockers. And like I said, they're 50 mils, so they're big knockers. Mm-hmm. Um, I love them. Super, super clear. Don't notice a big difference between yours and mine, but... No, I think it's so minimal in that distance. Yeah. Being the same 10 by. Yeah, they're both 10 bys and... I like maybe mine would get more light because it's a 50 mil. Yeah, but it's not noticeable. Yeah, your really. field of view becomes larger than mine, so rightfully so. Yeah, no, they're awesome. Um, other than that, there is one other brand that I think we both like for optics. Let's hear it. Vanguard. Vanguard Optics. Vanguard Optics. And we will maybe at some point have something cool to talk about. Yeah. With some Vanguard stuff. Yep. Yeah. Because I, as of right now, I have a Vanguard tripod, and that's the most sturdy tripod ever. Oh, it's so versatile. That thing, I'm pretty sure, it collapses to what, like eight inches? Uh, I was going to say right around a foot, but yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, right. super cool. Super light. It has these rubber wheels on the, on like the feet of it. Mm-hmm. So when you spin these rubber wheels, you have like a rubber base. So, like, if you're on, like, you know, hardwood or whatever on i guess even like rocks and stuff you wouldn't really notice it like sorry when you're on rocks and stuff you can put the rubber down and it gives you a secure base but when you're on like soft ground like dirt or whatever you can actually screw the rubber back a bit and spikes come out so you can stick it in the ground so it doesn't move anywhere um i really really like those and i think those are our three kind of favorite brands out there the athlon like cam said athlon athlon right the uh i love vortex and i think we're both pretty interested in vanguard i really like the vortex optics yeah they're so durable i've never heard anything bad about them at all yeah um i think just because of people we may or may not know i'll definitely check out some vanguard in the future absolutely um but yeah until mine shatter or fall in some water and i lose them I don't have to worry about that VIP I, warranty from Vortex. <laughs> Run them over with the truck. I don't care. Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. I figure since we're kind of on the op- topic of like optics and glass and you know knockers, of course. Thanks, John. I was thinking, why don't we kind of talk about briefly what we have for glass? Like not just knockers, but you know um, our range finders, our <clears throat> scopes for sure. rifles or muzzle loaders too. Kind of. You want to talk about yours? Yeah. So I've got the uh, Tasco. I believe they're a 400 range rangefinder. Okay. Um, nothing like they're very entry, 120 bucks. Pick those up at Canadian Tire. Uh, mine unfortunately don't have the angle compensation uh, like yours. So, and funny enough, yours are Sims. My old one. Your old ones. And oh, yeah. what did you get now? The uh, Halo. Oh, I didn't know you got the newest one. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, I have. You remember when I got the Halo? I used got it for. Uh, we were going on hunt, and I needed a rangefinder because I couldn't find mine. It was Moose oh, Camp. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you definitely okay, saw I it. Do Le- that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Regardless. Um, that's awesome. That's one thing I would recommend if if you're getting a piece like that is get something with the angle compensator. That's huge. Yeah. Um, and then for me, we'll jump over to what I have on my guns or gun at this point. You have two scopes, right? Like your black powder and your 30 odd six? No. So the 30 odd six, it was an old, I don't even know what that thing was. It wasn't very good quality, that's for sure. It was on the gun when I bought it. It ended up, so inside, it was like like the prism inside almost like came loose. Oh, okay. And like shooting it, I, like I couldn't see worth a <laughs> shit. And then after shooting it a few times, uh, we were unloading some rounds after a moose hunt a couple years ago. 
it had almost rattled right off. Like I had lost one of the screws and I don't know when it was just like, okay, I'm done with that. I literally yeah. left that up at moose camp. That's I was awesome. just not bringing it home. Yep. Um, but I will be going to the, uh, Bushnell elite 3,500 HD. Okay. Um, I really like Bushnell yeah. and I had the Bushnell banner on my, um, uh, muzzle loader. So the reason I got the banner was cause it's got the dusk and dawn. Um, so it's great at low lights and it was also recommended for the amount of impact kind of shock that it takes, uh, especially being a muzzleloader. It's a pretty heavy hitter weapon. So, um, that, and it was a great price point. I think I maybe picked that up for 180 bucks. So that, th that's my optics. I'll be sticking with Bushnell. I, I wouldn't mind trying out Nikon. I really like Nikon stuff. Do you? Uh, I do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm very happy with their cameras. Also like their binos. What, what do you have on yours? Uh, my mouse loader, I have a Bushnell. I want to say it's a banner. Yeah. I want to say on my CV. Pretty, pretty popular. Yeah, I want to say on my wolf, it's a Bushnell banner. That or a, a trophy. I think there's a Bushnell trophy. Yeah. That's uh, also another quite Trophy popular. XLT, I think yeah, it's called. Like Mackenzie had one on or one of his XL. rifles. Yeah, something like that. Um, on my 270, though, I have a Vortex. How do you like so, it? Oh, my God. It's so clear. And what model is that? That's the Crossfire, actually. So that's their lowest end scope. And I would never, ever buy binoculars in a Crossfire because I have the diamond backs for the Vort for the binos. Sorry, for the knockers. I have a buddy who has the diamond back in a scope, and I have zero difference between the Crossfire and the diamond back for the scopes. His, you know, we both have the BDC, which is the bullet drop compensator, which yeah. just has extra lines on there uh, for different uh, ranges. Clarity's the same, zoom's the same. Mine's a little longer, where his is shorter, so his will weigh less, which is nice. But I mean, to go from a two hundred dollar or two hundred fifty dollar scope to like a four hundred fifty dollar scope, I uh, I don't really notice a big difference between those two. Mm -hmm. Now, when you go to Crossfire uh, knockers, awful. Like they are, they're not. I would never ever get them. They're huge. They're bulky. They're offset knockers, which I don't like. Like your objective lens is straight. And then it bends out yeah, to the, like yeah, to, I don't like that. I like a straight shot. And like we said, I have the Halo rangefinder for another glass. Really like those ones. What model is that one? XR7, something like that. It's like, it's the brown and tan one. Yep. Um, Angle Compensator has a built-in low light LED in it. So whenever it's kind of dusk or dawn, I can toggle the switch and it illuminates the, uh, like the display inside. Okay. So I really That's like that. a cool feature. Yeah. So I think that answers what we use. Mm-hmm. For John, and uh, I think from now on in this episode, we're going to try to use knockers if we have to talk about them. Absolutely. Uh, so. On the topic of knockers um, for tournament. <laughs> oh, okay. For, oh, okay. for I tournament, see. I will uh, I'll, I'll change up my harness at this point, too. Um, I'll use just like, it's like a strap harness. Um, it's just got like a small little diamond that'll go in between your shoulder blades, and that yep. is just your standard $20 bino harness. You can get them. Yep. Bear Archery makes one. I think mine's like uh, Optimal Outdoors. So that's the one I got, and I think it was 20 25 bucks. Yeah. But Do you it's remember uh, just what, kind of less on What you. did I wear in the, at the Reinhardt tournament? Did that's I wear the question. Alps, or did I wear my... It wasn't the Alps. Oh, I definitely... Okay. Then, yeah, I did, like, the one you were talking about. Yeah. I have a Bushnell one. It's kind of just, like, the strap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the Bushnell one. Yeah, okay. It was just super simple. I couldn't remember which one I brought. Super cheap. And, yeah, that kind of gets you by. Yeah. So, as we're on our Ontario Outdoor Pursuits... What Probably did we do this weekend? Pursuit. Ooh, we hammered geese. Yeah, we did. We hammered them. What a cool setup. I haven't been out uh, since late season last year. Yep. Well, no, I guess that'd still be 2018. 
right? Yeah. yeah. So it was just last season. Super cool. It was, I haven't had a good successful bird hunt in quite a few years since. Have you ever had birds work like that though? Like where they, um, they land on your feet? Yeah, but not yeah. landing. Like we never let them get to that point. Okay. So that was really cool to try and hunt that way. Cause yeah. I was super eager. Evan was on his very first bird hunt and I know he was eager, but it was like, oh man, like they're total shooting distance. And you're like, wait, 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 wait. And it's like, okay. I was like, on my call. And then they land and it's just like everyone out. Boom, 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 boom. And it was, uh, it was freaking sweet, yeah. man. Like it was, it was cool. Cause it was like, you know, we kind of have to talk cause you know, I do a lot of waterfowl. So I was like, all right, make sure when you get out, you shoot your lanes. If you're on the yeah. right, you're going to shoot the right birds. And like, I didn't know what to expect really. And then, uh, the first run goes by first flock lands and we hammer them. And like in my head, I'm like, all right, I dropped three. Good. I'm like, I turned to you guys and I didn't know what to expect. And all of a sudden it was like, Oh, this guy got three. Oh, you got two. So three, there's three guys total, yeah. including myself. And there was eight dead birds on the first pass. Yeah, like, nine okay. shots, eight birds. Yeah, and that was one. My gun got jammed. Yeah, so I had it was to just a hell mary at the end. Yeah, and the thing was just kind of like forty yards away from us, and it was like, no, 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 come here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was awesome. And yeah. then uh, got another four to land in, and uh, came right on her feet. I, I love it. I love waterfowl. Like that stuff. It was a blast. It's man. so exciting, man. Like the calling was just on point. People were, sh- we were all shooting great. Yeah. Um, so consistent. Like everyone was pointing and literally shooting, shooting down what they pointed at, which yep. was just awesome. Yeah. Um, it was a great day. It was not amateur hour out there. No, it was, it was a well done hunt. It was, there was no geese in that field. I think like we weren't on the X. And so like, if you're listening, you don't know what I mean by that. If you're hunting geese or ducks and you're on the X, you're going to be, you're in that field that they want regardless of you're there or not. But we were kind of more trafficking geese where they were going from the roost to where they wanted to be. But of course we had a nice huge spread. Huge. So we're just pulling in, you know, we're pulling in and trafficking geese. Yeah. And so to get three shy of a limit on trafficking, that's awesome. Oh, it was awesome. And not to mention you made a great point in, uh, I mean, everyone can pick up on it. It being this time of the year, yeah, they've, they've been, been shot, shot at, at for months already. Yeah, two months they've been shot at. So and you're still su- sucking them in. Yeah, it's they awesome. were still coming in. There was still quite a few, and I'm kind of blown away. And I know you certainly are. Why we didn't have so many more land? Mm-hmm. Um, There's stuff that you know. I I think it was might have been either Evan had a brand new blind which wasn't mudded. So sometimes when the corn kind of falls off, it yeah. gets shiny. Yeah, especially with where the sun was that morning. <laughs> it's really the only thing I can think of that made or him that flare. Or that six foot four and didn't <laughs> fully fit in the blind. No, that's true. That's also a good point. But uh, no, it was a great morning. I had lots of fun. Um, I think this episode, like, we're kind of we kind of briefed about our optics and stuff and our knockers. And uh, I think it might be a good idea to break down our hunt kind of with gear rounds, you know, what we used, sure. just so people kind of know. Yeah, let's chat. Um, so, like, you and Evan both have the same gun. Yeah, we uh, we both shoot the Winchester SXP. Right. Um, I'm shooting a three and a half inch, and he's shooting a three. Right. So it did offer both those models, but at the time when I got the SXP, I was actually going bird hunting. Like, I was just, oh, yeah, like, can't wait to go goose hunting. A buddy yeah. took me out one time, uh, and I borrowed a gun at that point. So I was just like, oh, man, like, I got he had the camo version of the SXP. 
And I was just like, I gotta, I like that gun. Yeah. Sweet, shoots great. He's shooting awesome. So I went and picked it up, and I was like, for sure, gotta have a three and a half. And of course, I yep. only got the three and a half because they don't make a four. Yep, <laughs> I tell that every time. So, uh, yeah, no, they were they were great. I did have a couple jams. I haven't oiled. I haven't cleaned. Well, I did clean the gun, but I haven't used it in well over. Ooh, well, I didn't use it for turkey season, so I'd say probably almost two years. Since I brought out my shotgun. Wow. Yeah. It's That's sad. insane. Um, well, also, I mean, I think it's it happens with pumps, and it used to happen to me with pumps. It's like you get so excited with all the birds there. Yeah. Sometimes you get a half pump. Yeah. Or, like, you don't reef it back yeah, all the yeah. way. So it happens. Like, that could have been it, too. For sure. For sure. Um, do you remember uh, shots you were using in shot size? Uh, I was using, I don't remember shot size, but it was the uh, Winchester Super X 3.5 inch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think yours was BB, if I remember. I believe so. I think they were BBs. Uh, they've always... Well, for the most part, cycled through my gun pretty good, shot pretty well. I usually put down what I'm shooting at with them, so yeah. I keep using them. Do you, uh, use, uh, you use steel shot? No. Lead. No? Lead, lead. Okay. <laughs> obviously lead. Wait, uh, right, you can't use lead? <laughs> uh, yeah, I have my uh, Versamax 3.5 inch, and uh, I was using Kent number twos out of a full choke which is just a great combination for my gun. I had a full choke in too. Oh, I won't bird hunt without full chokes, man. Even if they come into, I'll talk about our Sunday hunt after because there was some graphically dead birds. It was insane how, cause how close they got. But um, you put a number two through a full choke, it's just in a three and a half. It's beautiful. So that's that. Um, you know, we talked about, we, uh, we ran, I think, six dozen full body avians. Um and we were using uh, a bunch of different calls, Mulk gear calls, the MG Rush, and I was switching between that and the Mulk gear EX3 X series, which are kind of the two calls I'm playing with right now. Great calls, they sounded phenomenal. Yeah, thank you. So it was real good. It was a lot of fun. Um, so then our layout blinds. Um, you were in a mobile or Cabela's, uh, Cabela's. mobile elite. Evan was in a. That was an odd one. I've never seen Evans before. His was a final approach, I'm pretty sure. That's it, final approach. Yeah. yeah. I just can't remember what model it was. It's not my blind. Um, and then, of course, I was in a Mobile Elite. Or, sorry, Mobile One. Um, and so we... Uh, the other one that we have in our trailer is the Shadow Free, which is my next blind. They're amazing. But we corned and stubbled the shit out of them. So. Yeah, so we were... We were farting around at Antler River the night before, yeah, and then uh, we corn. had a cornfield, so buzzed over to uh, a friend's spot. To yeah. Said, yeah, go pick some corn there. We're like, all right, cool. So we, we spent all the leaves. 45 minutes, half hour there picking corn leaves, and yeah, me and you spent some time stubbling yeah. them, and we actually didn't, uh, we were scouting that day, that afternoon, Friday afternoon, Yeah. and there wasn't anything in that nope. field Friday afternoon. Nope. Um. But we did have a very good feeling. Uh, you did see them Friday morning. Or was uh, it, it was Friday morning. Friday morning, yep. Friday morning, and uh, we we were certain that when they kind of where they come in from, we were certain that they were going to be back there. Yeah. If they weren't there that night, uh, and I picked up from you is they didn't feed maybe that night. They might not have. No. So perhaps they're going to feed in the morning. Yeah. And you know what? We seen, I would probably say at the end of the morning, we probably seen at least 200 birds. Yeah. And I mean, we had two flocks fully commit. We easily could have poked at and got three more geese, but yeah. I like to, I don't know. For me, it's like, 
why shoot up a giant flock and only get two and risk those birds never coming back? I don't think we we poked at any birds that we like didn't drop. Every no. bird we were all pointing at, it was just like, oh shoot, okay, we're all done, and it's just like boom, 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 birds are just yep. dropping. It's like, okay, well this is going pretty quick. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, like, it's I, great. I love watching those geese come in, especially when they like, you know, they start to cop and they start to flare, and all of a sudden you hit them again with like you know either a spit cluck or um, a spit moan. All of a sudden they turn kind of back around, they come right into your lap. I remember the end where the four landed. It yeah. was like, I was looking through my blind and it was like six yards to this goose. He was just kind of like looking and he was like, there's like people mumbling over there. <laughs> so <laughs> laughing. If they fly, they die. As soon as they picked up, boom, all four dead. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, oh, it was a great hunt. Um, I had a blast. I actually can't wait for you to go buy another blind so I can buy yours <laughs> and get back out there. Oh, it's, it's so, I love migratory bird hunting. Like it's just so exciting. There's so much, stuff going on like mm-hmm. there's birds flying by there's birds talking to you you're talking to birds um i well, love it's like kind of nice too like you can literally just have where you you brought some muffins for the boys and we yeah. had we just drank coffee drank coffee all morning. all morning yeah you're allowed to like you don't really have to worry about sand control no. like you don't have to worry was what i should say unless um, you're Devin, then you need to worry about sand control. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get that reference go listen to it <laughs> episodes back but um yeah it's like it's kind of more not like it's relaxed because you're waking up early, you're setting up decoys, yeah. you're getting the truck in the field. Um, you know, it's like a brotherhood thing where you're all kind of working together for this goal. But it's just, it's so much fun. Yeah. Like you're you're howling at jokes throughout the blind. Like, yeah. Um, you know, at the end of the hunt, it's like I remember looking back and there's just like blood all over the blinds. We're like, holy crap, those geese were close. Like, yeah, yeah. just a bunch of different stuff I love about bird hunting. So it it was a blast, man. Yeah. And then uh, we had a pretty eventful day, out, or the rest of the day. We uh, made pepperettes and uh, yeah, sausage. Yeah, we tried pepperettes for the first time. We yep. tried uh, what was attempt to be summer sausage, but it came out as kielbasa. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> a few things we'll have to pay more attention to uh, Stephen Ornella's uh, meteor recipe. But um, it actually turned out pretty good tonight. Yeah. I've let them cool now for two days uh, in the shop. Yep. They just been hanging and uh, brought up one in tonight, and we had a few slices. It yep. actually turned out really. It just well. tastes like a great. It it honestly tastes like a kibasa. Yeah, and it's not a summer sausage, but no. it's delicious. Yeah. I think it'd be good on like a chartreuse board, like some sliced cheese and yeah. some crackers and stuff. Um, that's a fancy word, eh? Yeah, very. And definitely way too sober to say. Definitely uh, deserve like a glass of wine with uh, that. Like a red wine. Like a red wine. Ooh, that's a fancy a red stuff. wine with the kielbasa cheese and crackers (laughs) but yeah so that's uh that was saturday and it was busy we were we were doing that all day mixed up a little bit of venison we were testing a few different things we got i mean you guys got uh well over 100 pounds of goose meat right now yeah oh no it's close to like 400 pounds there's well over 250 birds dead this year oh yeah and like a bunch we give away to buddies yeah like you take a buddy out who's on his first bird hunt and it's like you smash a sh- like a shit ton of geese. And it's like our freezer's full, man. Take it. It's like, oh really? You guys sure? Just take the damn birds. Yeah. Like I don't even care at the end. I'll take the bands. You take the meat. Is that, yeah. that, is that fair? Okay, cool. <laughs> um, yeah. So th- we got to figure out something that we want to do, right? So yeah, um, I think jerky was a great thing that we yeah. tried a couple weeks ago, and it's I love goose jerky. Yeah, it is so, very good. Yeah, very tasty. Um, so then Saturday, that same field, um, Mackenzie got back from deer camp. Yeah. They dropped, uh, congratulations to his group, they dropped uh, five deer that week. So nice. Anything really outstanding this year? Uh, I think he said there was a really nice eight-pointer. Okay. Really nice eight-pointer. Cool. 
So his dad is getting older now. Yeah. So they put a scope on his gun. Okay. Three years ago, they put a scope on his gun. He used to use iron sights for years and years. So the first year they put a scope on his gun, a 14-pointer walked by at 40 yards, hammered it, dead. It's mounted on the wall. Beautiful deer. Um, the year after that, a I think like a nine-pointer walked by at like 22 yards. With Still had a scope on, hammered yeah. it. And then I think this year he shot one at like 32 yards or something. Like, you don't need a scope, bud. No. Well, it's like last year uh, I've had so many incidents with archery and have practiced for quite a while now. But, um, you know, I, I try and participate every year in the archery or the muzzleloader season. But this year I just didn't want to give myself that chance because of how good muzzleloader has been to me. Yeah. Last year, that eight point that come by after it was like a doe. And then uh, a four point, and then a six point, and then an eight point, all at thirty five yards maximum. <laughs> and it was just like this is this is insane. Like, Why doesn't it happen during the archery season? Like, yeah, and uh, and not to mention every time I I usually see something like I'm having something to eat. Sure, shit. Last year you're like, <laughs> oh, let's have some coffee. I'm like, we're not having coffee. That's gonna smell. And yeah, I literally just poured myself a cup of coffee to watch all three deer walk the bush line all did you, the way uh, to the tree stand. Did you have coffee when you shot your nine point this year? Nope. Uh, nothing. This year I was on, on point. I was just going for something big this year. <laughs> I bet you if you had a coffee, the 12 pointer would have walked out. <laughs> yeah, maybe. We'll, we'll see what happens. I definitely, uh, I got to try something else. That's just like, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> like something stinky. Yeah. Maybe just like a, a tuna sandwich or something. No, you got to bring like venison sausage out. That's like... That's true. That's dark, dude. That is very like, true. Ether, like siblings or something. That's pretty dark <laughs> wow. stuff. Um, but yeah, so Saturday Mackenzie got back from uh, his rifle hunt. So Mackenzie, being the bird fanatic that he is, texted me and said, "Hey, you want to go hunt?" I said, "Well, all our fields are dead, but we have those, you know, the not the axe, but we have a trafficking field." So we're like, "Oh, yeah, let's go out to that field." So shrimps came down. I called him, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll come." So we got three of us, and uh, yeah, we ended up dropping 10 birds. So, I mean, what's not bad for an evening hunt that we kind of pieced together for just traffickers. And uh, we had some interesting stuff happen where we were all in the layout blinds, and, you know, we are just kind of chit-chatting, and this flock's coming in from the right, and another flock's coming in from straight ahead. So I'm on the calls, and Kenzie's flagging them in. So he hits the flag, and uh, all of a sudden, like, you just hear this weird, like, rush vagine sound beside us in the field. So all three of us get up, and we have our shotguns on us, but we don't point them anywhere. It's just kind of stood up with the shotguns in our hands, and we all look to the right, and there's a lady standing in the field 10 yards from her blinds. She jumps and grabs her heart, scared the living shit out of her, scared the living shit out of us. We're all, Mackenzie blurts out, holy fuck! So we all kind of, we're like, what in the hell? She's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Like, I saw all these geese here, like, our decoys. She saw our decoys. She's like, I saw all these geese here, and... I'd like to take this moment to thank AvianX for that. Yeah, for AvianX <laughs> for making extremely realistic decoys. And uh, she's like, I, I just saw some, like, flaring when I was on the road, so I thought there was an animal in distress out here. I was going to help it. Like, okay, first of all, that's really nice of you, I'm sure. Um, but why do you think that if you walked in a field and there's, like, you know, 70 whatever geese, how many geese we have, I forget right now, but all these geese in a field, and you get to 10 yards, she was inside the corner of her spread. How come none of these geese are moving? Mm -hmm. Like, just start piecing shit together. Um, anyways, so then... I'd just like to tell people to uh, mind your own. Yup. 
So she apologized, and she, like, basically was standing there trying to, like, apologize. We're like, no, that's cool. Just, you know, bye. And, uh, you know, without really, because I was in the moment I was watching these geese come in. I was like, okay, bye. Yep. Okay, see you later. And so Devin starts laughing, and after he's like, that's the most polite way I've ever heard you say fuck off. <laughs> yep. Okay, bye. See you later. Okay, bye. Well, what do you do? No, I mean, like, I get it. Like, I don't know. She she basically, she was driving. She pulled over because she thought there was a goose injured in a flock of geese that didn't take off. Like, I don't understand. But That just blows my mind. That Like, I... It was... I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know what to say. I'm kind of yeah. at a loss for words. I wouldn't have got out. Yeah. I might have watched it for a sec, but... Yep. So, anyway, she took off, and then uh, the geese obviously flared that were coming in to us. And then uh, I managed to call one flock back, and we shot them, so that was cool. <laughs> But yeah, that was uh, extremely interesting, to say the least. She scared the living shit out of me, man. Like, you turn around in a blind, and all of a sudden there's a lady standing right there. Like, I really wish, though, that a flock came in at 12 o'clock. She was at 3 o'clock. I wish those flock came in at 12 o'clock, and she just saw us all get up and start blasting at them. That would be amazing. Like, that would scare the living hell out of her. She would probably stop hugging the trees and head back to her car at that point. (laughs) Running. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, that was a Sunday hunt and we had a wonderful little feast after, um, thanks to you. We, uh, shared the backstrap you gave me. Nice. So we did that with some butter and some kickaboo spices. And, uh, so we did that rare, of course. Of course. This is the only way to have it on the pit boss. Yep. On the pit boss. And then we did, uh, we got a couple mallards. So did some mallard breasts up and, uh, some spices and then. Did pickle poppers. Yeah, talk about that. Say that three times fast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to say that. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to try. <laughs> so basically, Shrimps' mom's husband, something like that. We're, we're going down the, taking up the family tree here. Yeah, I forgot. But basically, uh, he pickle like he does pickles, and he does them with jalapenos and like habaneros and stuff. And uh, so they get like a nice spice into the pickle. So he takes those pickles and he wraps them in bacon puts them on the smoker or on the pit boss but on high smoke and then um same thing goes for these onion, pickled onions wraps them in bacon puts them on the pit boss and then we did uh jalapeno poppers with cream cheese wrapped in bacon and uh we had all that shared out on the plate it was great everyone had a good meal we had a salad like um devin's girlfriend had had a full plate too she loved it really loved the venison backstrap i mean it's like prime rib at that point like it's, oh, it's so, so good, good. if you can cook it right like it's really hard to mess up backstrap like basically you overcook it that's the only thing that can go wrong all i gotta say is i will never have another propane barbecue <laughs> no just never so anyways that was basically saturday and you know had a couple drinks and uh cleaned all these geese and you know it's a it's a cool experience like i love bow hunting for like the moment of silence you have in the tree yeah you know, you're kind of with yourself and your thoughts. Um, I love moose hunting when we're up there for the adventure because, like, you're basically in the middle of nowhere. You're a two-hour drive from civilization, at least. And for me, that's kind of cool. Like, you're on this adventure of basically no man's land. Yeah. But bird hunting is just fun for me. Like, it's so much fun. Yeah, and close to home. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just, like, there's nothing more... I was talking to De- to shrimps on phone today, actually, before I came over, and, like, I was saying how deer hunting, to me, is, like, a lot of fun, and it's really intense, especially when you watch a buck come in or a doe come in, and you know you want to take that animal. It's intense. Yeah. 
but when you're watching geese come in, it's exciting. Like I think that's how I said it. I describe it. Yeah. Not that everyone's gonna agree with it, but that's personally how it hits me. So, and it's a great weekend in my books. Um, oh, it was it was awesome. Yeah. What a blast. Yeah. Like, J- one weekend before putting down some big gains, the next weekend after getting into some small game birds like migratory birds. Super cool. Not small game birds. They, they were small enough. They were smaller than my 200 pound deer. <laughs> mm, I have more meat in my freezer, though. <laughs> my freezer is completely full. I don't. I wouldn't need another ounce of meat. Oh, okay. I was about to give you two ounces of meat. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Thank you. No, you can't take it, though. You just said so. You can put it in the fridge. Oh, okay. <laughs> I said the freezer was full. But yeah, so that's that. I'm only so calm right now just because I, I know full well that the freezer's full. I'm just, I'm at ease with myself. You should be. It's uh, it's been a very, very successful fall. fall I was gonna say fall. I year? I neglected spring because yeah. barren turkey did not go very well this no, year. No, it didn't. Despite though, like we were on top of it. It was just a uh, few instances. I mean, turkey definitely could have happened. Uh, hey, we saw turkey. We saw turkeys turkey hunting. We saw bears bear hunting. Yeah, uh, but didn't kill anything yeah whether we're being selective or uh you know maybe just a little more educated as time goes on not what whatever breathes dies uh yeah so to speak but if it's brown it's down if it's flying it's dying yeah like it, it changes a little bit there's a little bit more management from both of us yeah i think we've i don't think you get that in like waterfowl hunting though no like pretty much if it flies it dies it's still i mean like if it commits and it's legal and coming yeah, in the spread i'm gonna take sure. it yeah so how many swans did you get this weekend? <laughs> None. Sorry, how many? Oh no, you're right. They were sand hills. That's right. <laughs> no, we uh we actually did see swans Saturday. Yeah, that was cool. First, we uh kind of thought, oh I thought I thought they were snows when they were like kilometers out. You just see white flicker. You're like, are those snows? And then they get closer. You're like, that's the biggest snow goose I've ever seen oh, in my yeah. life. Its neck is like three feet long. Its, it's like, wings okay. are like six feet apart. Like it's not a snow anymore. No. <laughs> But yeah, that was cool. They kind of came in pretty close, actually. Mm-hmm. So, um, so what in your eyes was the most exciting part, or like, what did you like the most about that hunt, like the migratory bird hunt? Um, that you one don't do is... as much migratory bird, no. right? You're do you do a lot of bow hunting this year? Yeah, and it, it showed. Yeah, thankfully, finally. Yeah. Um, but I, for me, it was just it was how patient you were because for sure you know full well there were so many instances where we could have taken so many birds i mean based on our limit but like they they all committed to a point that it was like yep those are those are dead birds right they're there. dead or dead but you were so patient and consistent with having them come in it was it was like we were just we were we were awesome. We were all on point is all yeah. I can really say. And for the twelve birds, there was thirteen total shots. Yep. The whole day. Yep. So I mean those are that's pretty good, man. Pretty like, accurate. Yeah, that's pretty good shooting. Especially for I don't go out often. Evan, that was his first time out. Yep. That Evan's a good awesome. shot, man. Yeah. That surprised great. the hell out of me. And I'm not saying it to be rude, it's just, you know, guys who don't bird hunt, I expect to not be able to shoot that much. Absolutely. He hammered geese. Yeah. So, I mean, like, like his brother told me after though, he's like, he's a good trap shooter and it yeah. shows. Absolutely. That awesome. I love no, and that, that was it. Like, it was just, we were so precise. It wasn't, like I said, amateur hour out there. It was great. No. And the, the best part was James from Antler River, a friend, yeah. was driving by as this flock of like. Is he your friend? I think he's our friend. <laughs> he does. I'm going to ask him if he's your friend. 
He does call us on the regular and give us updates and stuff. So all kinds of updates. Um, calls and tells us what other clients should do. Won't <laughs> mention names. No. Um, but yeah, I, it was funny because he drove by and I don't know how, how big. You remember how big that first flock was? Maybe twenty. Maybe oh, twenty birds. Yeah, I would say twenty, thirty birds for sure. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, when they committed, James drove by and he was at the very road, but he could see the field. So he's watching. He stopped and pulled over, and he saw these geese come in. And then he just saw all of them die. Twelve or <laughs> nine, eight, 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 eight dropped on the first pass. And he was just like, um, talked to him after. And he was like, "Yeah, it was kind of funny just being pulled over and watching that." He's like, "I thought you were gonna let them land on top of you." I was like, "Well, that's the goal. I love letting <laughs> birds finish." Yeah. So that was really funny for him to. I kind of wish he videotaped it though. Like, <laughs> what, what do you see as someone that's like a non-hunter as you're driving by? All these birds just coming in. Oh, look at all the geese, honey. And it's just like. All you hear is gunshots of these geese dropping. That's oh, amazing. we're just going to ignore that. <laughs> yeah, That's I don't amazing. know. As a non-hunter, like someone who isn't a hunter, I don't know what they'd think. For me, I'd be like, yeah, boys. Oh, like, yeah, right on. So, I don't know. It's kind of funny for me. Yeah. That was a good moment. So, I guess uh, I can't really give an update for the wild game report other than for migratory. Um uh, I'll give an update. The rut's on. <laughs> yeah, I've seen really. deer everywhere, man. Oh, geez. just driving. Actually, like, not speaking hunting. of, so like, uh, not maybe a hundred yards down the road is like the hydro plant there. Yeah, yeah. My street. Um, so I, I thought I seen a deer over there today on the way home. So I was like, oh, let's let's take a cruise in there. Sure, sure. I did see a deer. Okay. And then uh, I pull in, and there's a set of tracks there. You used to be able to cross it with the quad and strath. Well, yeah, probably still could, but now I got to sign up for danger. Mm-hmm. Well, I got the lights on it, and I, I don't know what this sign says, so I was like, oh, I might, while I'm here, I might as well check that sign out. So I'm sitting there, just about to get out to go read this sign. A little six-point runs by. Another doe runs by. And then I think it was a little forky. I'm not too sure. Oh, yeah. That one was moving way too quick, but it was just flew right by. So I've seen awesome. four deer just down the nice. road 100 yards, which is kind of cool. Um, but, yeah. yeah, man, are they running around like crazy? Yesterday morning, I saw two does running around a buck chasing them on the way to work. Like, yeah. It, the rut's on. Oh, it's If it's you can so get on. out of work to go bow hunt right now, go do it. I would say, um, and from a lot of experienced friends, uh, deer are, you're going to start to see probably more of the six points, the eight points, the two and a halfs, the three and a halfs. I would say the four and a halfs and older are, have found does. At this point, are they still bedded? I don't know. It's been on pretty heavily for the past week. So I would say that those bucks might be up and moving again now. Um, but I would say you're going to see a lot of the six points, the eight yeah. points. Um, but definitely get out there because deer are running around. Like, yeah. Well, like our, our biologist friend said, um, you know, last week they kind of got a taste for the rut with yeah. the, gr- the does coming into heat. And with that taste, they're going to go full rut this week. Yeah. So and in our area. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're a little more north, you might have been missed it. If you're a little more south, then. You know, it's probably coming or it's just hitting yeah, the same as us. Yeah. We got a couple inches of snow last night. And today. Yeah. We got four centimeters today, I think. Yeah. So winter's yeah, it was coming. A, it was a good day. Deer will, uh, I would say, as this week finishes, kind of getting into the next couple weeks, um, based on what the weather's doing, I would really start to hunt um, up food sources still. Look for those cornfields that are still standing. Uh, combines will be out there starting to chop those down. Yep. And with that being said, deer are going to be going to where there's some fresh food. They know that the season's here. They know what time of year it is, so they're going to need to feed. Uh, all those grass fields, those green fields that you were on top of, 
might not be your number one shot anymore. That might be, you might want to find another go-to right away. Um, unless you can find a warm day where there's not so much ground cover now on those green fields. Yeah, and traffic areas right now. I think yeah. with the rut being on, that's a good, because where those does are going to pass, some big yeah. boy might follow. Beds, stick around beds. Yeah. If big bucks are bedded, they got to get up at some point. Oh, yeah. So I hope everyone can uh, get on to something. I know I'm not going to get out, unfortunately, this much or a lot for this week uh, based on work. But, they uh, said you're not going to get out this month. I was like, wow. Oh, no, I'm getting <laughs> out this month. This weekend I will be busy. Yeah. Um, are you going to get out this weekend? Open so. Yeah. But I'm kind of following geese right now. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm definitely a little bit relieved that I got my hands on a set of antlers. Yep. But uh, there's still another tag, and I have a very full freezer. So to me, I'm not going to be taking really what walks and just because i got another tag i'm not going to be popping a doe i've got enough meat to get me through till next year season and now i'm really just going to be doing a lot of monitoring uh a lot of just hanging out hanging in a tree tree. (laughs) just kind of seeing what's going on if i can uh i mean if if the tens there that i've been after yeah i will uh i'll definitely take him but yeah it's going to be a lot of monitoring for me yeah well i think it's good you got your it's kind of like a nice feeling to just be like Ah, oh, fill the tag. It is. It's it's very relieving, yeah. and like like we've talked about many times, it's it's been a few years of not the greatest luck for me. So I, I was happy to finally get my shit together and get it done this year. Um, what do you think I, the biggest change was this year that made it happen? Um, I think I was a lot more persistent on wins. Um, I've been looking a lot at wins, a lot at pressures, uh, Drury, outdo- Drury outdoors has helped me uh, a lot with that app that they've got. And uh, just just talking to the people, paying more attention, I picked up a couple, uh, definitely this really cool book I got upstairs. Um, that was from Field and Streams. It's Whitetails 101, I think. Okay. Um, super cool, super informative. It's all the research that I've done. I've probably spent more company time researching deer <laughs> than I have working. So uh, hopefully my boss doesn't listen to this podcast, but uh, yeah. Cameron, we need to talk. <laughs> a lot of research and really paying attention. Yeah. I, a lot more practice patient. here too. Yeah. we, you Me and you, we shot freaking awesome. I've shot my best I've ever shot yep. um, since I ever started. Because you got an tournament this year and it really pushed you. Oh, it was, it was awesome. Yeah, the lot. push was great. Yeah. I cool. loved it. I had an absolute blast this year just with the tournaments. It was like back-to-back tournaments, tournaments, hunting, tournaments, hunting, yep. and just more hunting. Like, it, 2018's was freaking sweet. Is, and it's not done. Is freaking and sweet. And it's not done. Yeah, it's not done. Yeah, I can't wait to see what uh, next year's got in store for us. Uh, I can't wait till the end of November and December have in store for us. Cause I'm... That's true, yes. I, I would like to really fill my tag on that 10 point. I've been oh, that'd be super cool. Looking after him for a while, but uh, yeah. like, yeah, I am very relieved right now. Very relaxed. Yeah, you should be. Hopefully someone else can get something down. I'd like to see some more photos. I've, I've kind of been disappointed in all the photos that have been uh, posted this year. Not nearly the bucks I thought I would have seen uh, from last week's muzzleloader. I think, I think us archers had a lot more success. But I mean, there's guys like Mackenzie's dad that you know, just have a horseshoe up their ass and shoot a 14-pointer in rifle season, you know, shoot a 10-pointer in rifle season. Um, 14-pointer they'd never seen before. He just walked out 40 yards. Like, that's, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's awesome. So uh, I think we're getting kind of tired. 
think it's going to be a late. It was. It's a bit of a late night right now. Yeah, it's been a busy day at work for the both of us. Yeah, and uh, yeah, hopefully some people send in some stuff. I love seeing yeah, photos. Yeah, I'd like to see photos. I'd be happy to share some more photos. Yep. Some cool stories. Yep. And other uh, people like John. I like when people ask us to talk about gear. Yeah. Um, anything you want to talk about? We are. Uh, we're not pros by any means, but we have spent a shit ton of money over the <laughs> the years, and we've tried many different things. Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. But if yeah. uh, ask us, and we'll let you know if we have or not. Yeah, I love giving our opinion. So. Absolutely. We will. Uh, we'll see you guys next week, and we'll uh, we'll have a little bit of a report for you. Yeah, I think we'll have some sit time this week, so do yeah. more of a report. Good luck to all. To and all good. a good night. Ooh, Christmas is coming. Ooh, Christmas is coming. I got freaking decorations upstairs already. <laughs> it's not even December, man. <laughs>